did my present download yet? Oh, uh, no, it didn't. Uh, um, <laughs> I was trying to... It, you know what? It, it's 29.57 of 42 gigs, so... Oh, wow. Um, Your present, you gifted him a game or something? Yeah. <laughs> and then he bought the same game for himself. <laughs> what game? Outriders. Uh, Outriders. Yeah. Oh, I've heard so much about that, yeah. actually. It's it's hella yeah. fun. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we I've never played, played it. Demo. We played the yeah. demo because yeah, the demo was free. So demos are usually free. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> usually, can you imagine paying for a demo? That would Hello and welcome, everybody, again to episode nine. Now we're doing the same format with the boys. But now we can see with each other, boys. but through the way. Yeah. Different format where you can see each other. <laughs> you can't see us. Today is going to be a little bit different from past episodes because Falcon Winter Soldier is done and we're in the break between that and Bad Batch. So we'll be talking about things going on in the real world, um, different notes we have written down, any predictions we have for the Bad Batch, and we'll go from there. Take it just away. random random stuff <laughs> yeah i played a decent amunt of destiny bunch with Aiden yesterday <laughs> yeah I, I wanted to out. run 1300 uh 1330 nightfalls with you this morning and then you just like weren't on I was like oh uh, yeah that's... big sad big sad he's probably sleeping big in from sad. rocky league the night before yeah <laughs> yeah I was <laughs> wait I'm hey, sorry. Could... Played... okay me and Adrian played till 11 o'clock and then he went and he did Master Presage on Destiny. We tried that. We did it like, we, we tried it how many times? We tried three times. And we were literally like, we, we were at the last phase of the boss and then we ran out of time. <laughs> it's actually really uh, hard to do the Master version with two people. But, uh, yeah, I was, uh, when did we start, Cody? Probably like one o'clock. <laughs> Dude, we started like, at least quarter to one, and then we went till two. Yeah. So it wasn't like a normal Friday where we go from like 11.30 to 2.30 or 3 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are animals. No. <sighs> it's Friday Wait, sure. I finished, it's I finished Friday. building the Ultimate Collector Series A-Wing at like 12.30. And then I, was, and then I started rearranging some stuff to make it fit on my shelf because I was like, ah, shit, this thing's a lot bigger than I anticipated. So I had to move a lot of stuff from my shelf, and I actually have room for two more things. So I got to really pick and choose. <laughs> and mm, yeah. it was at twelve thirty. Rearranged the room, and then I was like, "I'm not tired yet." Hey, and then Adrian texts me. He's like, "You want? You're done playing Lego? You want to play some Rocket League?" I'm like, "Dude, that was like the most perfect timing ever." <laughs> so I got on, and, we start, and then we played till two. So I was like, it was pretty chill. I finished yeah. Rebels last night, and then I went right into Rogue One. <laughs> Mid. Nice. Okay, what is your thoughts on the world between worlds? Dude, that's probably one of the most contradictory. That's probably one of the most controversial event or things that Filoni brought into Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Ahsoka lives, so I mean, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Uh... That's the thing. It's like it brings her in because, like, without that pull from the future thing, whatever Ezra pulled her out, Vader would have easily killed her on that killing blow, obviously. Yeah. Mm. But now it's like people are like, "Oh, he brought in World Between Worlds. Now you can wreck on the entire sequel trilogy, or you can wreck on this, or you can wreck on that." And it's like, no, don't. <laughs> It's like there's got to be some sort of rule established with that world between worlds where it's like if it's a vital part of the future of the Star Wars universe, then do it. Because they're not going to retcon the sequels at all. They're not going to retcon the prequels at all because the prequels still get hate from a lot of people. They're... <laughs> How can you retcon something that's canon that George directed? I know, but now that it's not under George and under Disney... And Filoni brought in a world between worlds, a place where you can jump back and forth in time itself. Yeah. Hmm. You um, can rec you can do a lot of stuff in that little thing. Personally, I think that 
people I think people all can agree that they hate the prequels more than they sorry, they hate the sequels more than they do the prequels. Hold up. First of all, because <laughs> the prequels were directed as Lucas said, they were directed by George Lucas. Whereas the sequels were directed by three different people. Every I think it was two different every, people. Well seven and nine was directed by Abrams and then eight was by Ryan Johnson. Well, yeah. Yeah, I guess. But it was still um, different people. If it was just Abrams, it would have done a lot better. But I don't want to get into oh, yeah. sequel stuff. Yeah, the prequels suffered dialogue. The OT but the suffered sequels... special effects, CGI. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but good the act. sequels it's suffered still good, story. Though. Still good, obviously. Yeah. Still good. If you're watching a movie just for the, <laughs> just for the graph, for the aesthetic, and not the dialogue, then. But in terms of the. Uh, Unless you guys have something else to add to it. Nah. I just, okay. um, well, I, yeah, that's where I was going to go, is that um, um, whether or not you know a lot about the, the Clone Wars or not, um, we can still determine or, like, predict what Clone Wars characters we think will make an appearance. Or what planets, I guess. Like, where do you think they'll go? I think they've like, determined... Uh, I don't know who remembers the slave arc. Yeah. From Clone Wars, but the, that that species was in the trailer. Uh, I go back species. there. I don't think it's Ahsoka it species. Is. If we're talking about the same arc, it's Ahsoka species. It's the slave arc, where Anakin, Ahsoka, and yeah. Are you talking about the slavers or the, the slavers? Slave? I'm talking about yeah. the slavers specifically, not yeah. the people who were enslaved. That's what I thought. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. But at least we're at least we're talking about the same one. Yeah. But yeah, the guys that built the slave empire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those guys were in the trailer. We saw Rex in the trailer. Uh, I think Cody will make an appearance. Just in but not the as a good guy. No, I think he'll be That's in the stormtrooper guy. armor. Yeah, that'd be kind of sad to see. I'm gonna be the. Dep- Actually, <laughs> there was a meme I saw about that. The... It was like uh, Cody's firing at Kenobi in Episode Three. <laughs> and <laughs> it was like uh, shoot as close as you can at Kenobi without actually hitting him versus actually executing Order 66 and then it was like Cody doing the clone trooper salute and he was like bro level 3000 or something like that Yeah. and he pressed the button that said shoot as close as you can at Kenobi without killing him yeah which Jedi do we think will make an appearance if any I think Anakin will yeah because I have this, I have this picture here. Um, Matt Lanter says that Anakin Skywalker will return to future Star Wars project, projects. Right. And then there's a quote from him: "There's some new Lucasfilm animation <clears throat> going on. I've been part of some things I can talk, can't talk about. You'll see Anakin again." Lanter promises. I never quite put Anakin down, whether I'm doing a video game or something new for Lucas Animation. So, I think okay. since it's still in the Clone Wars era that Anakin will be part of it. Maybe less so because it's focused on the Bad Batch, but I still think he's going to be in it. Okay, I have two follow-up questions. So, where do you think the show will start? Um, I think, you know what would be cool? If it had, like, a flashback scene um, to, like, the last episode of Season 7. I don't think that would be that good. I think they might start the Bad Batch during like before the clone wars episodes bad batch and then the bad batch series continues on and then oh it'll that have like a twines uh, into the clone wars episode bad batch. it'll have like a, I, th- I think they might on the i think it might start off with so. just those four guys and then in like episode one or two then echo joins after that or, or okay, echo's already there or Echo's already there. I don't okay, know. so Either if he you... joins later, or he's already there. Okay, let like me add on to what Lucas said. So if... Because you said maybe they'll start it before the actual Bad Batch arc in the Clone Wars series, correct? Yeah. yeah. So it'd be interesting to see if it, if they did that, and then all of a sudden Hunter gets a call in, and it's Cody, and he goes, Hey, Hunter, we have a job for you. And then it does a time jump because those four episodes are in the show. Then they mm-hmm. have Echo already, and they are on their own mission. Maybe that's a flashback scene or something, like an intro flashback scene or something. 
Or like a montage. I wouldn't say flashback Some. because it's happening at that time. So it'd probably just be like a quick montage. Right. Shortcuts. Yeah. Through that. I can see that. There's also one part in the first Bad Batch trailer where it literally quoted from episode three. And it was the uh, scene in episode three where Palpatine is giving his speech to the Senate about the first galactic empire that mm-hmm. kind of dialogue so that's directly yeah. in the trailer and they have finished animation so i'm curious all right i, I could see them starting off like right at the beginning of order 66 because the premiere episode is 70 minutes long yeah it's not like you can it's not like they're going to go back before order 66 happens mm-hmm. i think what they can do is start in order 66 or something because mm-hmm. I have a feeling that Crosshair will still betray the Bad Batch. I just don't know how and when under the circumstances. So that's, that's fine. Obviously, I don't like all spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they have the Stormtrooper uh, templates from the Clone Wars season in the Clone Wars animation from season seven and the Vader. So it's like, why, why use a Vader and Stormtrooper template for all of a minute and a half of the episode in the finale and then never use it again. Yeah, I agree. I have a feeling we're going to see Vader in Clone Wars animation and Stormtroopers, yeah. I think. Yeah. I'm just re-watching the, the trailer. Which one? Because I think there's like three of them out now. There is? Two of them? There's definitely two. Oh no, I haven't seen Emperor yet, so... There's Rex. Oh, how do you, how do you think Rex is going to get intertwined in all this? Um, my first thought is that know. at the end of the finale, he was hopping into the Y-Wing. So I have a feeling that we're not going to see Ahsoka right away because that, that Y-Wing is a two-person Y-Wing. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming after the they pay their respects to their fallen comrades, that they both leave planet that they're on or the moon whatever yeah and rex drops off ahsoka somewhere before rebels yeah. the tv series but she's not on cordis yet yeah so she he'll drop her off she'll do her thing she'll probably just kind of meditate or do her jedi stuff for a while and rex will go back to the bad batch and join them because the Bad Batch don't execute Order 66. Mm-hmm. Because they can't, I'm assuming. I'm assuming they it's, don't. Have yeah, to. they don't. Well, it's not that they can't. They could do it. There's there's nothing stopping them from just going and killing Jedi. That's that's the difference between the, like, the Bad Batch and regular clones. Is that they, get, they can make conscious decisions. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they don't have their chips. Like, all of them can... Like, like clones can make conscious decisions but as soon as that order was given they've lost all individuality and the bad batch could always make conscious decisions and not be told what to do unless they think oh sure whatever we don't care yeah because they have to right because they're that the black the black they're basically a black ops squad they do the work that like the galactic republic can't or like say for example uh they what's what's the the opposite of the um the galactic republic or the um the separatists yeah the separatists sorry i don't even know i'm drawing Confeders- the confederacy, the confederacy indi- yeah. of indi- independent if, systems if there is this one uh extremist confederate uh, uh senator uh the republic could have the bad batch go in and assassinate said senator mm-hmm. and and uh, nobody would know because nobody knows about the Bad Batch. Are you talking just like in general during the Clone general, Wars or? Yeah, in general okay. during the Clone Wars. Yeah. For example, that is the kind of thing that they could have been doing. So we right. might see some of that. Maybe. I don't. I don't think they're going to go that far back, though, just because no. they've already covered the Clone Wars era. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like they might start and... off with like the Bad Batch origin. Maybe. Yeah, I think I think they might. It makes actually, a lot of that sense. Would be actually, cool if we got that whole hour and a, a ten minutes of just like uh, a, a backstory on like on how they became yeah. a squad, that'd be cool. That would be cool. 
I mean, they did show a lot of trailer footage on Camino. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it can possible. easily happen. It's possible they go back to Camino, uh, because they because they got a message from Five. Want to figure out what went wrong? <laughs> because uh, Fives didn't, or Fives was the only one that knew. So mm-hmm. yeah, or yeah. Yeah, Fives was the only one that knew. Fives and Tough? Fives, Fives, Fives figured it out, but he Rex knew about it because he said he owed it to Fives to make a report about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, and even Rex didn't fully know about it until it started to click in on that in those scenes. But uh, you said Lucas brought up the Matt Lanter, Anakin Skywalker stuff. So if let's if let's say Anakin's gonna be brought into the Bad Batch TV series, how do you think it would happen? I think we touched on the flashback, but like it's kind of hard to bring in Anakin if they start off in Order sixty six, unless they show temple footage. Yeah, that would be cool. Which would be insane, and possibly a Grogu stuff connecting to Mando. I don't know. You think? Uh, do you think Grogu could I, be I inter? involved in the bad batch series even just for like i think an episode i think it's possible of course it's possible i don't know how i think yeah i think like lucasfilm needs to capitalize on the fact that they have they now have created a character that is universally like loved so if they because they established his kind of story in season two episode five that like he was raised in the jedi temple trained by many masters and then at some point in that story description his memory goes dark Mm -hmm. so what went dark in the timeline of a jedi or 66 the operation nightfall yeah so it's like even just for an episode of bad batch i would love to see so, like Jedi Temple stuff, because maybe the Bad Batch is sent to go save this child, and then oh, you see all the Jedi be... Temple stuff. That's pretty cool. That could be like the most insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like cro- you could almost call it a crossover. Like <laughs> that's like my only gripe with Revenge of the Sith that we didn't get to see much Temple footage besides Anakin walking in with the Five O First. Yeah, a cinematic shot inside the temple of Jedi being slaughtered, left and right and center, and then Anakin walking into the Jedi temple chambers to kill younglings, and that's it. Like that's all you. Even like you didn't see him get to kill him. Like he just ignited his lightsaber, and that's it. Like you saw almost nothing. Um. So what we did see is after footage, though. We did see Obi Wan and Yoda going through the temple. Yeah. So that that's true, and that too kind of that was cool. I actually didn't. I liked that. Like, you saw the temple, and every, like, everything's dead. Ahsoka, set your gun to stun. <laughs> Obi-Wan just and Yoda just slicing through them. Yeah, Obi-Wan and Yoda are just, like, slaying. First Which time a sense. Jedi stored his lightsaber. <laughs> I mean, it, can, it makes a lot of sense, because they're in the Jedi Temple, and that's, like, a hot spot of clones, so to deflect stun blasts. Yeah. Or not even deflect sudden blast, but just like to disarm. There's no way they would do that. That's yeah. it. It strategically makes no sense to yeah. deflect and disarm. Because then there's, in the temple, even if you <clears throat> just disarm them, then the ones that are still awake will chase after them. Yeah, know. exactly. It's like even in the comics, Order sixty six is still in full effect, like ten years later. So, which is weird. It's. Well, yeah, it's in full effect ever since he said execute order sixty six. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but the crazy thing is, it's not like a because it was like in, overnight the Jedi numbers were cut to a very small percentage. Yeah, like mm-hmm. within a week or a week or two, and the fact that it's like it was still like going on during the time of the original trilogy is is insane to me. Yeah. In order that I can go for that long. I mean, it makes a lot of sense, but it's still kind of crazy to me. Weren't they like 10,000 strong at least? Clones? 
Way more than that. It's an army bred for a single purpose. War. That's peacekeeping. No, the oh. Jedi. <laughs> Not the clones. Yeah, the clones are bred for war. Yeah, bringing in Anakin could easily happen in Jedi Temple footage if you wanted to hear a Matt Lanter voice. But after the Jedi Temple, Anakin does his Mustafar spree, mm. and he fights Obi-Wan, yeah. loses, and becomes Vader. So, if Matt Lanter is going to be is involved in Bad Batch, that would be the only way it makes sense yeah. to me. If they didn't want to do any sort of montage flashbacks or any sort of time jumping or anything like that. Do you think? I mean, it's so the show is directed by Dave Filoni. Do you think Ahsoka could be brought in at some point? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think I think they don't want to focus on that. I think they want to focus on like the clones, or more focus on the clones. Makes sense. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's possible, but yeah. Could they almost do a Mandalorian season two thing? She was only in there for an episode, and she was there. I mean, obviously to branch off to her own show, mm -hmm. but her purpose in that episode was like literally to help Mando out. So, if they could pull off a Mando season yeah. two and have her come in to help out the bad batch or something like that or like even just to save grogu but then that wouldn't make any sense in mando because she'd be like yeah i saved him from the temple <laughs> i kind of hope a grogu rescue happens even if it's for like five minutes of a scene yeah, pretty yeah. Cool. it's just like they may as well capitalize on the grogu character because He's going to be the next Yoda for the next three generations. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for the next 900 years. Uh, I can't wait till Grogu starts talking. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> That'll be interesting. It'll be interesting what Dave Filoni, like, decides for Grogu. And, like, yeah, mm -hmm. like, the voice, if he does talk at all. Like, if he's going to talk like Yoda did. Because that's, like, that's... Let's say that's the way their species talks, right? Like, it'll be interesting to see what he what he pulls off of that. Well, for sure, he's he's literally the next George Lucas. So it's like, it's almost like anything he does will be appreciated. Almost. Anything he does will be immortalized into uh, Star Wars fandom. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Even if it's as stupid as the helicopter lifesavers from the Inquisitors or <laughs> the World Between Worlds. I mean, it's not like, for me, that was insane because that, that scene on surround sound is ridiculous. Must be nice. There's, there's if, like, if you had it really loud in surround sound, you can hear, like, Kylo Ren from the sequels or, and then you can hear, like, the young Anakin episode one, like, you can it's crazy how much stuff they have in there. Is anything other Clone Wars characters that you think could make an appearance? Who's Omega? What do you guys think who Omega is? Omega? I think I think my first thought already is like Omega is the last letter of the Greek al alphabet. Mm -hmm. so I don't know if that means anything for Clone Wars series or if there's any sort of like sort of uh Keep your meaning behind that, but there could be a potential that the Omega character is the last clone ever produced. Yeah, probably because they have to stretch hmm. Jango's DNA so far. But that was that was maybe a mutation. What are you talking about? They don't need to stretch that DNA. <laughs> and maybe because of that stretch, it kind of it altered the DNA because it got so stretched out that the last clone is a female clone. Mm -hmm. Oh. Because Omega is a female character. Clearly. I think so with the like, technology, it doesn't matter. They could have made one. Regardless. They just... <laughs> oh, this is about to be really sexist, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> say it. Uh... Say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. Um, say it. I think... They like being offensive. Well, the reason why there aren't any women clones is because the men are, like, more... Uh, athletically inclined. They're more, um... They're more Men are physically stronger. Yeah. Yes. 
So that's why they, they're, they're like the, the clones, the army, and not an army of women. I mean, also, logically, it was all from the same person. And True. that person they cloned is a male. You can't clone a male and make it female. See, this is a sci-fi universe, though, Adrian, <laughs> so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Although, I mean, it might not really matter, but at the same time, it's like, you, you need a, an incredible explanation yeah. to have a male or a female clone from a male mm-hmm. in a sci-fi universe. <laughs> like you need like quite the explanation that makes sense. Yeah, realistically, it would have to be another person. Like the clones, they can't like it's either male or female because they're humans. But with right. aliens, it's yeah. With it's sci-fi. With so they alien can do what species, you don't know. They can do what they want. So. Oh well. Uh, yeah. Bad batch is like. It's so unpredictable for where it can go because it's like the the time where the empire is beginning to rise, and they're sending uh, the clones off into their final missions because eventually they just kind of die out and they don't use them anymore, right? So mm-hmm. it the, the amount of stuff that can happen and how far they'll go, it's crazy. I think they confirmed fourteen episodes. Yes. I think it's kind of like 14? how far. I think it was fourteen. Yeah. It's kind of like how far did it, how far did you think they'll go? I have no idea. Like nutty. Yeah. Who knows? I found some uh, random ass topics. Thursday, like this whole quarantine thing just screws up my entire day. So, like, oh, sick, I got topics, and I gotta wait like <laughs> four days or three days, whatever it was. I think I got yeah. them all Thursday. Yeah. But there's one of the side topics was uh, uh, that I found. So, Mark Hamill hops on a long theories idea about the Ewoks, and there raises the question how is it in Return of the Jedi that the Ewoks had a dress that perfectly fit Leia? Could it be because it, they ate a woman roughly lay aside at some point in time? <laughs> uh, that was that was a. Now Leia had uh, it in her bag. Yeah. In her bag. <laughs> I don't know. Did they wear bags? I'm pretty sure just the soldiers wore the their massive like backpack things. Oh, she gave it to R2 for later. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> R2 didn't get taken with Leia though. I don't know. I mean, I do I mean, know, but I don't know. I mean, real realistically, we don't actually know like how long it was between like her meeting them and getting the dress. Like, they could have just made the dress. Yeah. Uh, Which seems kind of weird. I doubt that. But... I doubt. I doubt that they made it. I don't know. I don't. I feel like like. I don't know. I think it was that's... just a very uncomfortable topic to read and i was like dude it's just kind of disturbing i don't want to go any further <laughs> i think you, i think you imagine that's just something that they just <laughs> forgot or you, you, it, sometimes in movies there's just that one thing right or i think it sometimes was, yeah. i think it's every well, time it's every time yeah but i think that it's just gonna it's just it's just one of those things it, it makes my nights a little bit more uh, uncomfortable and unsettling. <laughs> Ewoks, you love the Ewoks so much, but they actually were cannibals. Actually, that's false. If they ate humans, it's not cannibalism. No, <laughs> it's not. We're just we're just prey. <laughs> Big I brain. Mean, <laughs> have you played the Ewok content Battlefront too? <laughs> not yet, but I kind of want to. Uh, that shit's freaky, man. Like, well, the amount of live streams, like jump scares and streams, is just hysterical to me. When when you're in an Ewok, you can see in the dark, and you have other special abilities, hunting whatever, so you can track them. But when you're a stormtrooper, you can't see anything without your flashlight. It's just black. And then you get 
tag team by like five Ewoks. It's like holy balls. <laughs> I've actually never played the game mode, but I've heard a lot that of stories. Kind of fun, yeah. Did we touch on the Ewan McGregor statement? I think it's hella funny. Yeah. So apparently, Ewan McGregor promised everybody that Kenobi would not be like the quote awful Star Wars prequels. But he was legend anyways, so that's fine. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Well, and when I first read that, I was kind of like, isn't that like the thing he's known for? Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars Jesus. <laughs> oh, that, that's so that's so bad, but it's like it's so funny. If you see the drawings of Christ in children's novels, it's like come on, like it's right there. But I don't want to go into that. That's yeah. just yeah, exactly. That's just yeah. really borderline, Sacrilegious. borderline human, Sacrilegious. like right on the edge. Like you're flirting with that line, but. I do admit that the prequels got a lot of hate, and they're not all that great for dialogue. But that's the Star Wars that I grew up with, so it's like I still always have the little bit of the soft. Like I always have a soft spot for those movies. Yep, always. Even though we don't really like the first episode one and two. Episode two, I find, is worse than one. And that's just because of the ta- like the tackling of a romance. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't mind romance in movies at all, but if it's <laughs> you should not have given me that kiss. I'm in agony every time I'm with you. I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating. and gets everywhere. And it's like you, get, you like a fan can. Deep fake dialogue for those scenes and make it so much better. Mm-hmm. But episode one, I I find it's only better because of Duel of the Fates. You got some philosophy. Yeah. You got a little bit of an explanation of the of like how the force is, despite the Metacorian uh, controversy amongst <laughs> the fandom. Yeah. I personally don't mind it at all. Mm. Like, it's kind of, like, I mean, I, I get the understanding that the Force needs to be mysterious and all that stuff, but Metachlorians doesn't actually solve much for the Force, because it's like, if someone has this many Metachlorians, why aren't they that powerful? Yeah. So it's kind of just an explanation, not just a, not, it's not a solving oh, no. thing for me at all. Yeah. It's just the but, creator giving the audience some better idea of understanding it which is really done in almost every movie ever because the main character the protagonist it's like the hero's journey when they go they're in their comfortable place whatever they know what they're doing and then something happens and then they go into a place where they don't know what's going on and then some other person comes in and guides them helps them along which pretty much explains to them what's going on the main character and then they go on their journey and then they go back to their place that they know yeah simplified of course but which is like which is exactly what qui-gon does for anakin he's explaining the metachlorians and then anakin or then qui-gon dies spoilers oh what and the, oh sorry sorry wait bad, so what no <laughs> no one at no one here has actually seen episode one at all you just kind of hear a lot of stories about it but uh yeah, like Qui-Gon explains to Anakin kind of how it works, how the universe kind of works as he explains that Metachlorians are in your cells. And Anakin's just kind of sitting there like, bro, what? And then Qui-Gon dies, and Anakin's sent on his own journey. So in a way, despite the quite cringy dialogue for episode two, it's still... It's still okay. kind of a hero's journey in a way because he's the chosen one but that's the whole that's yeah Yeah. i think that people hate on um episodes two episodes episode two's dialogue too much because it would be cringy he it's his first girlfriend like tell me you wouldn't be like doing trying trying everything to do like make her like you and doing like cringy things like cut her a pair 
and then like uh, massive force flex yeah like you know what i i think honestly i i think that the the cringe is actually like good accurate i think it's a good i think it's an accurate representation of how anakin would actually act and of how guys are here a female that he had like here let's put this in the context so between episodes one and two is 10 years yes Anakin is going back to back to back missions with Obi Wan. Yes. Obi Wan is the only person that he really can have a connection with. Yes. So those ten years back to back missions with one person that he can actually have a connection with, who he sees as a father figure. Yes. Not as a love interest. At least I hope not, because I mean, <laughs> Disney can do whatever they want now. No. But I mean, if they did that, I would immediately stop caring about Disney at all. Like. It's, it'd be ridiculous. But anyways, with that, with that in mind, those 10 years of seeing the one that he fell in love with the moment he saw her. And that can be rough on a young dude's brain. I'm pretty sure we've <laughs> yeah. all been there. <laughs> At some point in time. That's rough, buddy. And then he sees her 10 <laughs> years later, and he's a 19-year-old, and 19-year-olds are quite... They don't really know how to handle themselves. A lot of the time, they don't know if their head from their ass kind of thing, and we we still don't even know. You know I don't even know my own head from my ass, right? And Padme has been doing political stuff for ten in that ten years time. She's mm-hmm. mature. So she's, she's she's I mean she's very mature for her age because she started off young as a queen. But that's two people. Yeah, that's two people that have. 10 years of missed opportunities to even communicate with the other gender in a romantic way. So you have episode two, and they have no idea what they're doing. It goes real fast. Wait, okay. It makes a lot of sense. They haven't seen each other in, uh, what did you say? How many years? 10? 10 okay. They haven't seen each other in 10 years. How much time goes on between, or in episode two? Like the time frame of episode two? Yeah. Yes, I want to, because I want to say at the beginning, they like get together, and at the end they get married. So if it's three weeks, like, sheesh! I want <laughs> to say no less than a month. Okay, that is still that. <laughs> that's hella cringe. It's kind of tough to put a timeline on a movie like that. Uh, even episode three, because even episode three is kind of like a two and a half week time frame. Mm-hmm. If you combine the Clone Wars finale from the Battle of Yerbana to the suited up Darth Vader, it's probably about a three week time period, I would say. And I could be horribly wrong, but I think it's about three weeks time. Hmm. But episode that... two as a movie by itself, I would say no less than a month. But I do hope it's a little longer than a month. <laughs> because if they got married at seeing each other for the first time and then getting married at the end of the film in a month, I would use I don't like Santa as a pickup line all day long. <laughs> <laughs> mm, oh boy. Did anyone see the uh, Matt Lanter deep fake line for the Slave Raider? What? The, in that Slave arc in the Clone Wars, the Anakin whispers something in the Slave Master's ear, and she's all like, oh, stop it, stop it. <laughs> and someone did the, uh, someone did a deep fake, I think it's a deep fake of Matt Lanter quoting the I don't like sand line in episode two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like sand. That's rough. That's rough. Oh, like, imagine, the things imagine... I'm gonna do to you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, oh man, imagine Matt Lancer saying those lines in the Clone Wars would be so funny. Uh, it would just, it would just be begging for memes at that point. Ah, uh, yeah. I found something. The Phantom Menace takes roughly about fortnight, so like two weeks, I think. And then there's a ten year gap, and then Attack of the Clones is. About one month, and then there's three hey. gap, and then Revenge of the Sith is less than a week, and then there's less than years. a week. 
probably more than that. Shit. Um, 19 years later, and then Rogue One, two weeks, and then two hours later, A New Hope, it's four days. The time frame for each of these. And then there's three yeah. years, and then Empire Strikes Back is two weeks. And then one year, and then Return of the Jedi is one month, and then 30 years later, whatever, the sequel. Or six years later, Mandalorian. Did you know... <laughs> There's a five-year age gap between Anakin and Padme. Padme's 24 and he's 19. It's not bad. It's not even that it's not, bad, though. Yeah. Like, there's so many memes about like Padme thirsting over Anakin. It's like it's not even that bad of an age difference. The one that's bad is Rey and Kylo. No. That's at least 20 years, man. No. Like Adam Driver's 38 and she was like. 23, 24. Oh, you Dang. mean actors? Yeah, I mean, the actors were. I'm not sure about the characters, but I, I don't think the characters help. were that much older than each other. Because, if anything, Han Ray and Leia was were older. Han and Leia were if anything, before. Ray was older than him. Uh, Adam Driver is 37 now, and Daisy is 29. Oh, that's okay, eight that's years. Eight. It's not even that's that bad. Funny. No, that's not bad. <laughs> that's like I've heard of one year more years. than my parents. So I think uh, it was the Ewan McGregor statement about that Kenobi won't be anything like the prequels. It's like obviously they won't because the prequels were made entirely of blue screen with the oddball set that was actually physically made from like the ground to the roof. But the, all the backgrounds are digitally added in. Like, if you see the making of episode three, they focus heavily on that Mustafar duel. And there's a couple of scenes in that movie where they are fighting on a bridge, and the only thing that was physically made in that set or in that shot was the bridge itself. Everything else is blue screen. Hmm. And now that they're making all their TV shows in the volume, it's like, no shit, it's going to be different from the prequel technology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and people are like, there are people that say Hayden Christensen coming back is a bad idea. And that's because of the prequels. Mm-hmm. And he had to guess, he had to mentally picture his environment. Yeah. It was incredibly difficult to do. So with Dave Filoni and Favreau and Deborah Chow directing the Kenobi show, Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor's acting is going to go ten times way more convincing than the prequels. If you see the production difference between the original trilogy, clearly that's 40 years ago, and then the prequel trilogy, and and then The Mandalorian, even like if you just compare the prequel production of the prequel trilogy and the production of Mandalorian, that is entirely different because back then they only had the blue screens and a couple props here and there. They yeah. probably did have sets and sites, whatever that they went to. Within the Mandalorian, most of that was shot in the studio, but with like um, projection screen behind them so they could change the environment and they could also change the set to yeah, exactly. accommodate for what they want. So they have a lot more range. To, you don't have to make yeah. so many mini scales because yeah. the prequels and the original trilogy, behind the scenes, they made a lot of mini scales. Yeah, a lot of stationary. Like a lot of the original trilogy effects happened with uh, in camera, kind of just thing. in place, like displayable mini scale things, yeah. and you just move the camera around it. So with the Mandalorian stuff, they don't have to do any mini scale at all. Like they can make a full. Like they made like half of the Razor Crest in life, in life or real life size, one to one scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. People give those guys a lot of just a lot of hate just because the prequels didn't weren't received very well in the fandom, and that's whether you're a fan of them or not, they weren't received well. Mm-hmm. But now that you've got the direction. Of the guys currently in charge, the technology of today's time. I would like to point out that the the it's, the blue screen on for Anakin's arm in Episode 
two and three was crazy. Well, mostly episode two because he didn't have his glove on then. Yeah. Because you could see all the glove I... the gears working in his mechanical arm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually liked his uh, old arm. Mm-hmm. And all the clone troopers in episode two and three were all CGI. Yeah. It's ridiculous to me. But... I can't believe they pulled it off. Yeah, speaking on that real quick, I like how in the original trilogy, when Luke gets his hand cut off and then gets it replaced with a prosthetic, it looks real because they had the synthetic uh, skin over top of it. So it mm-hmm. looks real, so they didn't have to do any CGI or animation for that. And then yeah. in the prequels, episode two and three, when Anakin gets his arm, forearm, whatever, cut off, then it shows his mechanical hand. And if you watch it chronologically, it makes sense that their technology has advanced so that they get better at hiding those amputations, I guess. If that makes sense, what I'm saying. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like, it's, I don't think that was even planned to do that. It was like, we got the technology to make someone in a robot arm. Let's yeah. freaking do it. <laughs> yeah. But it makes, it makes complete sense in, in chronological, mechanical order. Chronological canonical order. Chronologically, mechanically. <laughs> Chronologically canonically. In order. Yes. It didn't shut up. <laughs> I don't need your negativity in my life. Don't need that negativity. Well, the other thing I was gonna say about the difference between Kenobi and uh, the prequels is um, there's no such thing as that cringy love romance interesting because yes Kenobi had um Satine I'm pretty sure that it was Satine right yeah all of a sudden I doubted my memory um their <laughs> <laughs> uh, their uh love thing was much more mature because they were that much older yeah right like they're significantly older than Anakin and mm-hmm. Padme were so the the type of romance that they're gonna have isn't gonna be that same cringe level if it yeah. does show up in the Kenobi yeah. show. It might not, but if it does, that part of it, like that cringe love thing, mm-hmm. that part of it would also be better and less awful because it'll be a much more mature thing. And also Han and Leia was also quite cringy as well. <laughs> what are you say. talking about? That was beautiful. <laughs> It's not near as kissing, bad as kissing Anakin her un- unbeknownst to her brother to make him jealous. <laughs> I mean, like, okay. To make her brother that's jealous. Like, that's the yeah. That was weird. The Star I mean, Wars chronologically, it's like it makes it's kind of like, oh man, that's totally the thing. But in Empire, Luke, George Lucas did not know, or he didn't come up with the idea of Luke and Leia being siblings yet. Mm-hmm. But he like he wanted the idea of Vader and Luke being father and son, but he had no connection to Leia at all. So at the time of the movie release and the writing and all that, it was like, yeah, she just makes out with Luke. Who cares? And then Return of the Jedi come out comes out, and it's like, you're my sister, and it's like, oh shit, what? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, it was a makeout. It was one quick kiss but no but they still had that tension between each other because it was a quick little peck you know what i'm saying because (laughs) luke grew up on a desert planet tatooine with just himself and his uncle and 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 anakin i mean clearly at the time of writing of the ot they didn't know this but then anakin also grows up on a desert planet with his mom and watto that's his name so they both kind of had a similar upbringing, but. And it is you. It is you, Annie. Annie. That's it, Wado. Die, die, Wado. <laughs> Not bad for some random stuff today. <laughs> yeah, it's surprising. I think we did have a bunch of like random stuff at the beginning. So if we cut the random stuff at the beginning. Actually, no, we can't cut and put it at the end instead of the beginning because then it doesn't fit. But try me. 
Can you tell how many people are viewing the podcast? Have we gotten more viewers since the the shout out? <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Papa Palpatine memes for giving us a shout out. You know. Hey, what's up, dude? Yeah, shout out to Pulp Papa Palpatine. Uh, go check him out on Instagram. Yes. Uh, got the hella funny memes. Uh, keeping it light, keeping it funny. You know, what I'm saying. Oh yeah. I think I think I'm gonna follow him right now. You should. I already did right actually. <laughs> I have Instagram, so I was kind of I was kind of busy with my own uh, little project at home, so I didn't do it right away. Yeah. I don't give him a follow right now. He's got good content. Goal is 20,000 20, followers. Get him there, boys and girls. He doesn't have 20,000. He's They're working on it. But that's their goal. I know. It's but... a, it says goal 20,000. That's why I said let's get him to 20,000. Make fake accounts. Quality content, I think. I enjoy it every day, yeah. So, yeah. Papa Palpatine think... memes at Instagram. I think this is like the first meme page I've actually followed. You should just go to the search page and he's like all over it. But I figured the follow would be nice because he gave us a shout out. So it'd oh, yeah. be cool. All right. I think that is everything we got for today. Uh, go follow us and listen to us on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Podcast, Radio Public. Share us around, you know, do something. With it. Whichever, whichever, Dude, literally uh, six of those names i'm like i don't even know what that is yep whichever platform <laughs> you uh stream your podcasts yep the email's in the description of the show um is it, oh it is, it is yeah link below click like and subscribe <laughs> <laughs> tweet me at I was pick, pick, hit that, that bell <laughs> hit that bell we don't miss anything. Smash that like button. We actually don't have a YouTube channel. <laughs> it would be it would be cool to do video uh, once we're all back at Twitch? the house. Mm. Yeah, but then you almost need a separate camera for every single person, and then and we also have to look good. And then we probably have to actually like hire an editor because that's a lot of video audio combinations. I know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, I would love to learn how to do it though. Like I could do it too. I did it for the music video with Will. We like went, but um, <laughs> music video. Oh, oh man, I was like, hey, you do in the that. kitchen? Excel dub in the kitchen. Let's do the outro. <laughs> All right, thank you for listening to this episode of Java's Pick Crew. We appreciate your stream. You appreciate your listening. We appreciate all the geeks out there have the same interests as we do that's pretty cool but uh bad batch streams next week we'll be talking bad batch and all the good stuff about the hour and 10 minute episode all the bad stuff too all the bad stuff too probably because <laughs> not everything's perfect but uh yeah we'll see you guys next week so long ciao, ciao for now ciao. <laughs>